The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let's go to the uh, the last topic here. We're going to go to something near and dear to Kyle's heart. We're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. So we'll talk about the 49ers defense against the Cardinals offense specifically, which is something that we talked about on the podcast number one. I said that this is an intriguing matchup for me because the improvements that we saw from the Cardinals from year to year, one historically uh, great from year to year from the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, very good quarterback, and he proved it on Sunday. So when, when you saw the way that the Cardinals attacked the, the, the 49ers, how did you see that unfold? Why were the Cardinals successful in your opinion? So DeAndre Hopkins is very good at football. Let me start with that. And the 49ers, for whatever reason, did not make life difficult for Hopkins at all. They did not really press him at the line of scrimmage. It seemed like they came into the game assuming that Hopkins would line up on the opposite side of Richard Sherman and they would be content with that. That did not happen. Cliff Kingsbury did a very good job of just moving Hopkins around the formation because the 49ers, their way of countering that was for Sherman, who usually lines up on the left side, to sometimes play the field. And he did that quite a bit, but that wasn't enough. Like the, the Cardinals figured that out within three plays and were able to adjust. So they had the nickel corner on Hopkins. They were able to use motion, short splits, just get him open and where he was able to kind of sit down in zones. Kyler had, I mean, it helps when you have a quarterback that can make all the throws, specifically some throws that most quarterbacks cannot make. He had a he threw a 15 yard out route from the far hash that is just like wow man that you just can't do much about that but those were the type of plays that the Cardinals were creating and the 49ers defense is constructed where they have to get pressure up front that did not happen there was Nick Bosa and pretty much nobody else they have a lot invested in their defensive line between Eric Armstead 75 million dollar contract D Ford 85 million dollar contract and they put up donuts man and that just can't happen so Kyler did a very good job. And he, he does run into pressure, but he also escapes a lot of pressure. I mean, we just saw what it looks like when a 4-3 athlete is playing quarterback with a rocket arm. He's, he's a very good player. So I'm going to leverage your expertise for some news that dropped today since we actually get a chance to react to something before the other shows uh, uh, shows do. There's news that Debo Samuel is probably more uh, in trouble with his foot than expected. There's been a setback and there's also been a signing. Do you want to update and give your take on what's going down with that? Yeah. So Samuel was supposed to come back week one. Now that's what we were saying. He was, his goal was to return week one. He had a setback last week and that's why he went on the IR. The 49ers are going to travel. So there was no real reason for Samuel to remain on the active roster so they can open up a roster spot. So to replace him and the expectation is for Samuel to return, return week four against the Eagles. So that'll be fun, a Monday night game, I believe. But they signed Mohamed Sanu, and we're going to see what he can do because the offense without Samuel and Ayuk, they just did not look – they just didn't look like they could do much of all. We talk, You've talked about Garoppolo, and Garoppolo just looked like a player that really didn't know where to go with the football. He did not look like a player that was comfortable in the pocket at all, and he just missed receiver after receiver. It was maddening to the point where there was consecutive plays where receivers are jumping up and down, waving their arms, and he's – nope. Nope, just, you know, spinning in the pocket, which is beautiful. Like he's just he's giving people so much material to make fun of him. And it's it's all justified because he's not playing well. And yes, it was one game, but it was also against the Cardinals and the Cardinals do not have a good pass defense. So we're going to see what Muhammad Sanu can bring. Yes, he's played with Kyle Shanahan. He is supposed to be a big slot receiver. I don't know if that's the type of receiver that they need right now. He's a veteran. He knows it. But 
I mean, I don't, I don't know what he can do that somebody else on the on the roster cannot do. I'm gonna hit you with another impromptu question because I saw a, a rookie really struggle in that game from the Cardinals, despite them getting a win. The first round rookie for the Cardinals, Isaiah Simmons. Is there anybody in the league better at picking at linebackers and making them show their butts than Kyle Shanahan? Because it was a rough day for Simmons from what I saw. I felt bad for him, man. As soon as <laughs> as soon as he took the field, like he was barbecue chicken. There was nothing that he could do. So he's this big, crazy athlete, and that's why he got drafted. That's why he got drafted so high. But if you like really watch Simmons, you could tell like he's not a guy that's gonna succeed in man coverage. And the Cardinals, what do they do? They put him in man coverage. So first, like one of the initial plays was Mostert running a little Texas route where he's in the backfield. He's gonna run at an angle, act like he's going one direction. He's going to cut to the inside. Simmons over-pursued like he did plenty of times. And I remember this play against North Carolina specifically where he did that, but he did it again and he's just toast. You're not going to catch Mostert. I don't care who you are. And then he did it a couple other times where he ended up playing 18 snaps and he got benched. Like they didn't put him back into the game. And that's really what turned the game around for the Cardinals because 49ers were having a lot of success underneath on these quick slants, and these quick throws to the running backs and tight ends. And then Simmons leaves. They, they stop running man coverage. They revert to more of a softer zone. And the 49ers really didn't have an answer. Yeah, you get this rambunctious wet behind the ears rookie in there that thinks he can cover coming out of college. And got Shanahan uh, totally exposed him and gave him something to go watch and say, watch that film, young man, and uh, we'll see if you improve the next time around, man. It was tough. Leading up to the game, they were calling him the Kittle Stopper. Yeah, they might have to lower those expect expectations a little bit. I think Simmons is going to be fine. Yeah. But, man, that's a tough draw. Like, we talked about tough draws with, like, Andrew Thomas getting, like, you know, Bud Dupree or TJ Watt, like, the first game. Like, that's tough. You know, any linebacker going up against Kyle Shanahan, and, and trust me, I know I'm fearing it for, like, Nate Gary in Philadelphia <laughs> when they come to town. Any linebacker going up against Kyle Shanahan is going to have his hands full, and it's a, it's a shame that that's your first game as a rookie. Don't let it get in your head, Isaiah. You'll be fine. All right. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.